What's good, community? Today, I am chatting with my good friend, Helen, who some of you guys have seen before from an episode I did with her and her boyfriend and son's father, JJ. Now, this conversation was about two years ago, and when speaking to them collectively, you can tell there was some tension in their relationship due to some conflicting opinions, some habits, the pandemic, and having a three-month-old son. Now, since then, a lot has changed, and the only thing I'll tell you for now is the fears that JJ talked about in the episode two years ago came true. But today we're going to dive into the complexities of a relationship when you're a new parent, figuring out your career, living through the pandemic, and navigating the difference between a breakup and splitting up. I hope you enjoy this super insightful conversation and be on the lookout for JJ's perspective next week. All right, Helen, it's been some time since, well, since we've caught up and seen each other, but also since the audience have seen you. And it's funny because I... Watched your you and JJ's episode before uh, you came. I watched it last night, and watching back, it's funny because y'all just had a three month old. Y'all were going through like a bunch, like that whole transition of like being with each other. And you and JJ had an interesting um, beginning, right? Like you guys are dating, and then well, I'll, how about I let you say it instead of me just saying it? So how did that whole thing go in the beginning? Yeah, so we were dating mm-hmm. locally, and then we did long distance. And then I moved across the country again, mm-hmm. and then we ended up conceiving, mm-hmm. and we were long distance when we first conceived, and we mm-hmm. decided to move back to the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And was that a collective decision for you guys to move back. Yeah, back together? Yeah, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. um, both of our families are here. My mom and dad are mm-hmm. here. His mom and dad are here. Mm-hmm. So it made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was watching you guys talk uh, two years ago, which is crazy, um, I could tell that there's like some friction, right? Because like that transition is happening, and I can when when the conversation that we were having, one thing that really stood out to me was like how, like handling like, just like mannerisms and arguments and like his thing was like tone of voice and raising his voice and you were ch- like chasing him. The same every, stuff that everybody goes through, and what, it made me think about like how anybody who's in a committed relationship, they have some kind of template that they're following, right? Like, and most of the time it starts from the home, like your mom and dad were married or not married or a single parent home or whatever. And I'm wondering like, what was your upbringing like? Like, did you have mom and dad being married the whole time? Um, it's like, and if you, well, and if you did, like how did that influence you and like going on into like dating in general before you were in a committed relationship with JJ? So what was seeing your parents? Like, how did that shape you? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I grew up in a very healthy home, which I know is really fortunate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my parents, have been together my entire life, mm. uh, 30 plus years. Yeah, 30 plus years. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, yeah, like I said, I feel like I grew up in a very healthy home. I mean, my parents are human, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone mm-hmm. has disagreements. Mm-hmm. But I, I very seldomly like saw my parents argue. Mm. Um, I really can't like count like more than like the fingers on my hands you know but like little bickers like Mm -hmm. you know my mom asking my dad to do something and maybe he didn't clean the garage right (laughs) that that's Mm -hmm. a constant Mm -hmm. my parents have lived in their house since i was three and Mm -hmm. i'll be i'll be 30 in february so Mm -hmm. about 27 years Mm -hmm. and my mom they have a two-car garage two-car attached garage Mm -hmm. and they have never parked in the garage in my entire life why? So, like, things like that, right? <laughs> okay. You're talking about 27 years yeah, yeah. of mm-hmm. my dad cleaning the garage for the cars to be able to go in the garage. Oh, that's why mm-hmm. there's a lot of yeah. stuff in there. So, okay. like, you know, things like that. My, my dad's a, a contractor, 
So oh. he's always working on other people's homes. So mm-hmm. sometimes there'll be a project at home that he'll get started. And I'd like to joke that mm-hmm. my dad does 100% for his clients and does 90% for the home. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be like 90% done. And if mm-hmm. my dad's listening, I love you. You're great. <laughs> but that's why I'm a project manager. Um, and yeah. So mm-hmm. like little, little bickerments, but really like my parents work and have worked like collectively as a team, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody cooked dinner, the other person and the kids would clean up. Like mm-hmm. that's a huge concept for me, especially mm-hmm. being a chef. Yeah. Um, I do most of the cooking in my household Mm -hmm. and so like if i'm cooking i do clean while i'm going but at the end of the meal when everyone's ate and the plates are done like i want to sit back and not it's it's so important to me Mm -hmm. to have a clean kitchen Mm -hmm. because i don't want to cook in a dirty kitchen Mm -hmm. i don't want to wake up in a dirty kitchen i don't want to go to bed with a dirty kitchen Mm -hmm. so um yeah i look at my parents and i look at a lot of like the things that i would see them disagree on would be like little things around the home Mm -hmm. um but my parents i would say are both very loving my mom definitely has a lot more of that like feminine energy that Mm -hmm. i would say um yeah a lot more feminine energy as far as she was always like i have no question like my mom tells me she loves me every single day Mm -hmm. you know she calls me to check up on me Mm -hmm. my dad on the other hand he'll call me he'll be like your mom told me you needed something (laughs) you know or like um He'll be like, I'm calling you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you coming to the house? I made pancakes for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where my mom will be like, I love you so much. Just wanted to see how your day's going. I haven't mm-hmm. heard from you in two hours. Are you okay? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So like, I would say they, they balance each other really mm-hmm. well. Um, there were definitely times in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen my dad cry like three times in my life. Mm-hmm. When my sister died. Um, when... Um, like one of his mentors passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I took him to go see the movie Selma, like, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. almost 30 years, I really remember him crying like three mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say my dad had like portrays a lot more of like that masculine, mm-hmm. um, just ma- masculine energy where like maybe I don't think he's withholding his emotions. I think it's more so that he just grew up in a time where it was like, you just had to keep chugging along yeah. with whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so based on your upbringing, your family, and your dad having kind of like that masculine energy and your mom having more of the feminine energy. So like they kind of had like roles like mom cooks or mom and dad cook, whoever cooks and then kids clean the kitchen. It seemed like they had kind of like a template of how things ran. So when you started to like, when you left the nest and you started to like look for, and you started dating and whatever. And like, you know, we started dating in high school, middle school, those little relationships. Mm-hmm. But then at some point you realize, okay, I want to be with somebody. Would you say that, your mom and dad's kind of template of like their household was a big thing you were looking for when you wanted to look for somebody to do life with? Or do you feel like you're kind of experimenting with like just seeing who this person is and what they have to offer? But when it comes to dating, I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize it initially, Mm -hmm. but I think I did really look at like my parents' relationship. Um, Not just like how they were in the household, but like it was important to me. Like I've really never dated anybody who's messy. Um, I can't really deal with mess, like mm-hmm. I or I can't really deal with dirty. Yeah. I can deal with messy because mm-hmm. we're human. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. stuff gets un- disarranged and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like things like cleanliness has been always really important to me. Um, I think my parents both have a huge drive for like education and constantly wanting to learn, mm-hmm. both in like traditional structured education, but also just like reading and learning by instruction and things like that. So mm-hmm. those are always like really key traits that I 
um, value that I've valued in a partner. Mm -hmm. Um, also just growing up in a really active household. Mm -hmm. Like I've really never, I don't think I've really ever dated anybody that I would consider like quote unquote lazy, both like in, um, like an athletic sense. So like in like working out or activities, but also in a, like a couch potato type of thing. I'm just, that just doesn't, that's never been like something that I've been like attracted to. Mm. Like I want. Mm. It's funny you say that because like me knowing JJ for so long, one thing that really attracted me about JJ is like how hard he worked and like, cause he's an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As athletes, you kind of just have that hard working. Like like, I remember on the podcast, he's talking about like, you know, (laughs) the baby's three months. I feel like we shouldn't drop the baby off anywhere because like we don't even know for three months. People do this for 15 years and I'm listening to him. Like, man, I, I understand how his mindset, because it's like, we have to work and do well. And like, we don't really need help. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I always really respect about him. So to see you, kind of explain that's what you look for in a partner it seems like you kind of knocked it out of the park as far as like the home run of like somebody who's working hard now i know you you and jj have since last time we talked you guys were together and it's been some time now <laughs> and I don't want, so if i had to ask you would you say like is it like what would you call let's let's talk about the last like couple of years like mm-hmm. since that last conversation we had you know i know it was hard and i think one of you guys both explained some like um i guess for lack of a better term, like some fears of like what was going on because you guys weren't married yet and things are can be up in the air. Like one thing that JJ really communicated was like, you know, like at some point, like if she decides she wants to leave, she can just leave. And that was a really big fear of his. Um, and I know um, the past couple of years, you guys have been through some things and you guys are here now and you can explain that. I don't want to explain all of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm. I, that was a huge fear. I mean, mm. like, I also, like, we we both grew up in households where our parents ha- are to get, have been together, mm. are still together, mm. um, and I, both of us never really imagined having a child before, before being married. Not necessarily for a religious re- reason, but just more so, like, really valuing, like, that family mm. dynamic and aspect. So, like, mm. when we got pregnant, there was no question that we wanted to, that we wanted to have the child, but just more like, um, before that we had had conversations about marriage and conversation, like we had had talked about all that stuff, but before Jaleel, yeah, way way before Jaleel, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but Mm -hmm. then life happens and Mm -hmm. that's something I really had to let go of was, Mm -hmm. you know, at that time I was a project manager too. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I need to let go. Like Mm -hmm. my timeline for how my life was supposed to be Mm -hmm. is not going how my life how I thought my life was going to go. Mm-hmm. And I had to just like release it and have faith mm-hmm. and just know that everything's going to work out mm-hmm. whichever way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So since we last talked, um, JJ and I, we've been separated for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a really interesting year. Mm-hmm. It's been challenging. Co-parenting has mm-hmm. been challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we both just remember that we really love Mm. our child and mm. also love each other like mm. even if it's not even if like being together at that moment doesn't work mm-hmm. um and that's hard right because yeah. it's like mm. what do you mean you love me you don't want to be with me right mm-hmm. um that's not easy and it's like how do you even answer that question how do you do that but like that one thing i know is like if i really care about somebody and i really do care about jj mm. that aspect of love and care and wanting the best for them doesn't change yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know whether yeah, yeah, we're together that. or not mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. 
So how did you guys end up getting to that conclusion? Do you think it had to do with, you know, you guys having a baby and like trying to figure things out? And I know like when you, and the, the interesting thing about you guys' relationship is like, I remember the first time I met JJ and y'all came over here, we had that game night and I was like, yo, it seemed like these two are like a match made in heaven. You know, like y'all balance each other so well. And then I remember like him, I remember him going to Texas and working that super hard job and then you going to Colorado and like getting like your license or something like yeah. that for cooking. Yeah. And you guys got a baby. Like, that's super, super hard. That's really, really difficult. So I was rooting for you guys. And to see, like, once I kind of, once you guys kind of let us know, like, what was going on, I'm like, well, yeah, they, what they had in the beginning was challenging. So what what do you think came to that conclusion where, like, you guys just decided to, like, take a break or whatever that was? Like, was it a one-sided thing? Was it, like, was it like a, I just need a break from everybody? Like, what, what was that? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be completely transparent here, um, it, it was just, I mean, like the, I guess what, what broke it, um, and, you know, it's never just like one, one It thing, takes two right? to tango for sure. Yeah, right? it takes mm-hmm. two things. And mm-hmm. I just, um, for me, I started to just feel, um, I kind of felt alone in the relationship mm-hmm. and like JJ's not, and JJ's not like entirely to blame alone for mm-hmm. that. Obviously, like mm-hmm. I know I'm responsible for things on my own as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it just stopped kind of feeling like it was working. It stopped feeling like, um, both of us were trying. Mm -hmm. What would you equate that to? Would you equate that to having a baby and like, kind of like the, um, difficult kind of beginning you guys had with like having time apart and stuff? Like, what would you attribute that Mm, to? I think it's a mixture of like, we had, obviously having a child, we both love our child. We both want to be the best parents for our child. I mean, obviously, you add in a global pandemic for two years in there. And, you know, we live in a we lived in a two bedroom, two house condo, which, you know, very fortunate for having a roof above our heads. And, Mm -hmm. you know, where we live is very nice. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't complain Mm -hmm. as far as that. But just, you know, living in a small space during a pandemic with like no outside space, you know, no place to really escape besides the bedroom, the living room, Jaleel's room, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Three rooms in a dining room and a kitchen. But, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, no other places to really escape during that pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, felt It felt like a lot. You mm-hmm. know, I, JJ's a really hardworking person. Mm-hmm. And when we both moved back here, you know, I had just finished culinary school. Mm-hmm. He had been working really hard um, in the oil industry down in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so we came back and, like, I knew I was going to start my own business. But I was also six months pregnant. So yeah. I was like, I'm not going to launch just yet. Mm-hmm. But as soon as this baby comes out. As soon as I'm ready, I'm I'm hitting go. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it surprised me. Like, he needed a little bit more time when he came back from Texas. And it makes sense now. Like, he was working. Like, well, hours he was working was he, he was working crazy, yeah. right? I, I think he yeah. was working, mm-hmm. was it seven days on? I think it was like 21, 21 days on, seven days off. And then I think like, he came back here on the seven days, right? Like Yeah, either yeah. here mm-hmm. or in, when I was in Colorado. Like, mm-hmm. we pretty much always coordinate it to mm-hmm. be together for most of those breaks. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he was working a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, a lot of it was, like, more manual type of labor. Mm-hmm. And in a, like, in the middle of nowhere, there's no good food. There's no good restaurant. Like, no mm-hmm. good food. There's not really fun activities to do. Mm, it's just his work. friend. I mean, he had a couple friends down there. He has a little bit of family down there, but mm-hmm. like, you know, his best friends were all up here, mm-hmm. and I was in Colorado, and his family was up here. Like, it really wasn't as much as he tried to make it enjoyable down there. Like, it really wasn't. So, like, when he mm-hmm. came back, um, 
you know, he was working a job for one of his friends, just like inter- intermediary to like do something mm-hmm. to not be not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, after our son was born, um, you know, you're talking about somebody who's extremely hardworking. Like yeah. JJ mm-hmm. literally can learn anything. Yeah, he like figures it any, out. Anything mm-hmm. he puts his mind to, mm-hmm. he can, he can mm-hmm. accomplish. But I think mm-hmm. there was a huge like transitional period there where he didn't know what he wanted to put yeah. his mind to. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard with a newborn, you mm-hmm. know, like I had hard in which way, like hard, hard for you, hard for um, the relationship or was it? Yeah. I mean, like you have a baby, um, like he always covered like his, like the financial stuff mm-hmm. that he needed to cover. But like, you know, you have a baby and like initially like, I have a baby. I want to get out of this condo. Yeah. I want to like mm-hmm. get more space. You know, I have a baby. I want to have more babies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, obviously children are expensive. Yeah. One child is expensive. Multiple babies are more expensive. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think for me, it was really hard because I launched a business and then I was like, when I launched it, it was like jumping right in. And then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened and having to like pivot. And when we first came back, like, I th- we originally talked about like me kind of being the entrepreneur and him getting like more of a steady job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it was like both of us trying to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And again, that was like in my project management head, like, okay, this is another thing I just have to let go of and mm-hmm. figure out. And I was trying to be a really supportive partner for JJ mm-hmm. on his entrepreneur journey. But I think there was some resentment that I had just yeah. because um, there was so much uncertainty with like, being entrepreneurs with being in the pandemic, having a child and not feeling like there was any like um, just not feeling like there was like a lot of financial security. Mm-hmm. So is that the reason why you felt alone? Like when you say you felt alone, was it more of like feeling like because when I hear you explain this, it's like, OK, I had to let go of project management because we're about to have a baby and I'm going to do this. You no, know, start my business with the chef thing. JJ's trying to figure out his his stuff. I got I don't when I hear you, I don't really hear the alone part in that. Yeah. It's like figuring it out. Well, I think um I think the financial stuff stressed me yeah. more than it definitely stressed him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how well I vocalized that. Mm-hmm. And then it just caused almost like a rift between us. Yeah. It mm-hmm. caught like it didn't feel it just felt like I was I felt like I was working all the time. Mm-hmm. Um and he was working to try and figure out what he wanted to do. Yeah. You know, he mm-hmm. he knew he was kind of like in the middle of right when the pandemic happened, he was finishing up his real estate program. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened and it put everything on pause because mm-hmm. all the schools closed down. Mm-hmm. And then he decided he wanted to take on videography and droning. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And so it was just hard for me. Like, I'm a dreamer. I'm a creative. Yeah. So I'm always thinking of new ideas. Yeah. But it was hard having a baby at home. Like having like all these ideas and I was like, okay, like I want to support all these ideas, but in the meantime, like we need something that's going to be, yeah, Yeah. buckle down. And Mm -hmm. so, and I'm, I'm proud of him for sticking it out. Mm -hmm. Like he clearly knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like I said, he can really like do anything, Mm -hmm. but at that time it was really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So is that what you would attribute it to? Just like the pandemic, the baby, like you being a dreamer, and him I, being a dreamer too. Yeah, him being a like, dreamer too. I right? guess yeah, that's really difficult. I couldn't imagine like for like for me and Charlotte's example, uh, life is like 
after football was over for me, I can really resonate with you saying like he was going through a transition period. Because mm-hmm. when I was done with football, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. And I think thankfully for me, I fell into the YouTube space and I, and I started making money right away. And I was like, oh, this like I was a YouTuber before YouTubing was a thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I got I was super fortunate. And that's why it's funny to see JJ do like videography and like interviewing people and stuff now because it's like. I think when you're an athlete, I think athletes and creatives kind of have that same kind of energy. Like we just go for what we want and we mm-hmm. work for it. So yeah, I'm super excited and happy for him um, and for you guys too. So when it came, just to be clear, so when mm-hmm. it came to you guys splitting up, was that something that you decided to do based on all those variables you just named? Yeah, I just felt like really, I felt really exhausted. I didn't feel like, um, I felt like we were growing independently, but not growing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it'd be like, it's clear. I felt like we were growing independently, not growing together. Um, there are, you know, we're human. So like, I know I've gone through my own like traumatic things and mm-hmm. I definitely lean on therapy mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really wanted us to go through some type of therapy and counseling together. We tried it for a little bit. This is before you guys split up? Or yeah, we okay. tried it for a little bit and mm-hmm. just didn't really um, resonate well with us as a couple. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I didn't really see, I didn't really know if we could grow as a couple without resolving um, some of those traumas. Some of the traumas are, like, from our own relationships. Yeah. Some are from previous relationships, both romantically and platonically. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, I wanted us to grow, but it didn't really feel like, um, at that time, mm-hmm. it was possible, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, and and I, I, so, was it a, um, you know, you asked if it was a collaborative decision to split. Um Yes and no. I mean, I think JJ would sit here and say no. He would say that I, I made that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really trying to make a decision um, that would, at the time, be you know best for myself, be best for um, my child. I never wanted to be in like a separate household, mm. but it just it just wasn't working. It wasn't so how, working. How did that happen? Like, I, like cause it's fascinating. Thing, like, yeah. you know, you grew up with your. Uh, your mom and dad being married all your life, and then you are making the decision, like, okay, I'm going to, like, when I say this, it's not being yeah, malicious. No. Like, you guys right. you guys split up. The, mm-hmm. the family was split up, and this was a decision that you made. How did you deal with that, knowing that, like, you took in, you did your best, you took in all the variables, but I feel like this is the best decision for, I don't know if it's you. You said it's for you, and you said it's for Jaleel, but mm-hmm. I think when somebody, like, JJ wants to probably stay together, it's hard to say that it was for him too. Yeah. No. And I mean, obviously in an ideal world, the best thing for Jaleel is to be in a household where mm-hmm. both parents are there, mm-hmm. both parents are active and mm-hmm. loving. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like I said, I felt um, alone. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had, like I was living more with a roommate. I remember one time I came home to Jay and I was like, do you feel like we're just like roommates? And he was just like, so taken back. He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, um, like, I love you and I care about you, but... but we just I, hear, Yeah, right? like, I feel like I come home from work and we maybe talk a little bit. We'll, we'll like, put a movie on and or, like, you know, we'll eat dinner, but it just didn't feel, like, intimate like we felt like before. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did really feel like I tried. I, mm-hmm. I really felt like I tried. And so, I guess, when it was, like, time, like, you ask how it happened, it was just more, like... um. We got into a little disagreement, like, really dumb. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't think I have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Like, 
And it's not funny. It's not funny at all. <laughs> I promise you it's not funny. But I was like, you know what? Like, because we talked like before, yeah, maybe yeah. you mentioned at the beginning, um, we definitely have different ways that we manage conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, some of those like conflict management ways that we were doing as a relationship, like were really, really um, draining for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not a perfect human. I mm-hmm. promise you I'm mm-hmm. not a perfect human. Mm-hmm. I don't raise my voice often, but when I do, you do not want to be there. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, well. yeah, but, um, yeah, just, like, some of those, like, ways that we handle conflict, like, mm-hmm. we're not we're not working for mm-hmm. me. And, like I said, what led to us separating, it wasn't, like, a huge, you know, it had nothing to do with. Um, it wasn't, like, one big decision, right? It was, like, no, accumulation of, like, things. Yeah, about and it was on. just, like, a little mm-hmm. argument about something dumb. And I was, like, you know, like. I don't, I don't, I don't think we have to like do this. Like you're not happy right now. I'm not happy right now. You're not going to make the call. I guess I have to make the call. And that was really hard because yeah, it was hard. like, and I, we talk about this, like, you know, we're, we're, we talk and mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time as far as I, it's hard to hear somebody who says, Hey, let's not be together. Be like, I never wanted to not be together. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, that's a real feeling. It was like, mm-hmm. I never wanted to not be together, but. I had to, like, be able to remove myself. Like, I didn't want um, our son growing up in a household where um, it was common for disagreements to turn into arguments. Yeah, and what's interesting is, like, you know, one of the things that stood out to me that you said growing up, you never seen your mom and dad argue that much. It was like a little bickering. And I've always wondered about that because people who grew up like that, because my parents, they they got down. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, and and the way that I grew up, verbal and physical altercations were normal to me. Mm-hmm. So in me and Shiraz's relationship, when I raised my voice and I would like punch the wall or whatever, I'm thinking it's normal and it really scared her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I had to learn over time, okay, like I gotta chill. I, I gotta stop doing that. So seeking therapy and like writing and reading and changing those habits takes a lot of work. It's doable, but it takes a lot of work. So like hearing you say like, I don't want my child to be raised around this, is that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if like maybe if JJ grew up around more of like a household where his parents were together, but maybe he saw mm-hmm. like um, more conflict, more like conflict resolution um, conversations or arguments or whatever. Um, so I'm th- wondering like when, so you guys had, so you decided to like um, split up and figure things out for, for you when you guys split up for that year, what was that like for you? Was that more of like a, I'm taking a year off to myself to be with nobody and figure myself out and we can do what we want or was it more of like a i want to start dating other people kind of thing yeah um i just want to note um jj and i like our arguments would be very vocal mm-hmm. but never physical oh yeah no good job i, I know good job. i just yeah, want to clarify yeah. that Thank like you. he's, ne- he's yeah, never and i've never hit Charlotte. no no i know i know i know <laughs> no, I'm saying i know myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah like um Never, never physical in any mm-hmm. capacity. So I just want to clarify that. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I've never, never been scared of that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, when we separated, when we broke up, it wasn't really like, hey, we're gonna break up for a year. Let's talk about getting back together in a year. It was mm-hmm. just more like, this isn't working. So we split, um, lived separately. Um, there at the beginning, there was a little bit of like, should we try and make it work? Should we not? I just didn't feel like there was like the effort on either side to, like mm-hmm. to really try, um, and you know a couple of months went by and I started dating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this past year I did date. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like 
committed, committed, mm-hmm. but like I wasn't dating like a million people either, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm just not somebody who tends to date multiples of people. That's mm-hmm. just not something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy splitting my time like that. I wonder, so what was that like for you? Like dating, dating. yeah, with like a dating. Kid and yeah, like dating, like after yeah, dating like with a kid, being in after, love. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and still being in love. Um, what do you mean by that? Still being in love? Like, I don't feel like I ever really stopped loving JJ. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean, like. <laughs> Stay in my heart. Yeah, I, I know. I, I never, I never stopped loving JJ, but yeah. I think I just like was trying to love myself because mm. I felt like when when our relationship um, ended, I felt mm. um, I felt like I really required a lot of like self love, like, mm. and you know that's such a hot word right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Self love, but like mm. I really required um, a lot of like internal realization on myself. Like I know, like I said, I've said this a million times, I'm not perfect. I um, have an amazing therapist, and we work through a plethora of pro- a plethora of my problems that I have mm-hmm. on myself. But um, I really was trying to like understand myself. You know, what do I? What traits do I hold that I am proud of, and what traits do I hold that I need to release mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. improve myself? Mm-hmm. Because. I mean, there were definitely times when we and Jenny would argue in my head. I'm like, I'm perfect. What's wrong here? <laughs> but I'm not. And um, really like self-evaluating. That's mm-hmm. been like a huge thing. Um, dating's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, dating's just weird because it's like <laughs> I have a kid. I don't really want my kid around somebody I'm mm-hmm. dating. Um, but my kid's a huge part of my life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, my kid is my whole life. So mm-hmm. um, it's like, how do you date? And like. You don't want your kid around, but your mm-hmm. kid's around and not, yeah, you don't, you don't want your kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I think like, especially at the age that Jaleel's at, he just turned three. Mm-hmm. That's such a imprinting yeah. age for them. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want my kid around anybody that's not actually going to be there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. friends, family, anything yeah. like mm-hmm. anyone that's involved in my kid's life. I want my kid to know that they can depend on yeah. them and that that person, you know, is going to care for them. And if they, and if anything happened that, they could rely on mm. that. So, mm. um, dating was just weird. Um, mm. you know, you feel like you dating was a form of you trying to find some kind of self love. I think a form of me finding self love. I think it was also a way for me to, um, kind of shadow the way that I felt about like the relationship that I had left. Like, I think it was, what do you mean by that? Like, like I said, like, I don't feel like I ever really stopped loving JJ. Maybe, the, like, oh, okay. and so mm-hmm. I think it was just, like, I can't go back to this relationship right now because it's not, like, it's not, we weren't willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so it was, like, can't go back to that. But um, I just needed, like, yeah, for myself, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I learned I learned a lot about myself. I learned mm-hmm. a lot about like my own um, coping mechanisms. I learned a lot about the way that I like see people, what I want, what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot about what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. One fear that I always had, like if I was to break up with Charlotte, and I think a lot of people can resonate with this. If you like, or with somebody that you love, have kids with, whatever, and you guys break up and you start dating, I think that's one a fear that everybody carries. So for you, was if day if JJ was to date, was that something that you were afraid of at all? I kind of told myself I'd be okay with it. I just kind of told myself. Is it something that. you expressed to yourself, or something you communicated to him? I mean, I told him if he wanted to date, he could date. 
You did? Yeah, I mean, like... Did you say this from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, it's like, if we're mm. not going to be together, like, I don't want you to feel like I hold reins on you because, I mean, I don't think that there's ownership in any type of relationship. And mm. I just, just, you know, like, of course... Like, I remember when we first started dating, I was like, this is the best person ever. Like, yeah, I girl, never, when y'all came over I here, I, I never, I never yeah, wanted, yeah, I never yeah. want to date anybody else. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I never want to experience any of these experiences with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, from the jump, I felt that way about JJ. I remember. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's like, and so when we broke up, part of me, like, wanted to be really selfish, right? And be like, mm-hmm. I don't want him to date anybody else. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah. I was like, maybe dating somebody else would also, would also allow him to, like, understand himself more and also mm-hmm. like maybe understand me more and maybe understand like why I'm the way I am about some stuff mm-hmm. and why I'm not the way about other stuff and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, parenting definitely changed everything. It mm-hmm. definitely changed me. Like I'm not the same person I was three years ago. Shoot. I'm not the same person I was last week. Yeah. Facts. So, mm-hmm. um, it definitely, definitely forced me to grow mm-hmm. and um it also made me realize that i'm like a huge kid inside you know like mm-hmm. i have a huge like inner child and i've really like explored that like mm-hmm. inner child over the last year like mm-hmm. so. that's awesome man so you guys split up for a year you date and you guys are where now we're trying to, trying to figure it out trying to figure it out you know i think we've had some tough conversations mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks just mm-hmm. Um, about what each of us want out of life mm-hmm. and what we want in the, um, what we want being together mm-hmm. and really trying to see if those are things like, you know, there are things that I need to do as a human to be the right partner for JJ mm-hmm. and vice versa. And, um, just collectively trying to figure out what that looks like and, mm-hmm you know, working together as a team, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we were a team for a long time. And mm-hmm. then obviously the last year haven't really, we've been a parenting team. For you going through this, these, these different phases, like you felt alone or well, you're madly in love, head over heels, um, went through the hard kind of beginning with the baby and like traveling and getting back together to feeling alone, to experiencing uh, to finding self-love for yourself, doing your own thing, and also experimenting with some dating to now getting back to, okay, I want to try this. Do you do you attribute getting here back to your family of origin, seeing how your mom and dad raised you, and seeing those qualities in JJ, and you're able to put all those things that you've experienced in this huge timeline to see, okay, you know what, like, this is something that I want to, This I want to be committed and do life with this person, even though it was difficult. Um, I'm wondering, how did you get to that conclusion? Because I believe like everything you're, because what you guys are doing truly is beautiful. It really is. And it takes a lot of work. Like when I think about you guys and I pray for you, I'm just like, man, like I want them to pull through because one thing that I've learned is like, I mean, you know me in Charlotte's story. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows me in Charlotte's story at this point. And I just know that with commitment and work, the end result is beautiful, but it is so damn hard, right? I can't imagine the things that Charlotte had to go through mentally and spiritually and physically from the things that I put her through based on my background and my trauma, where Mm -hmm. I came from, the sport that I played and all these things. So I'm wondering, and I know what my journey was like, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. And I'm wondering, how did you get to that decision of, okay, you know what? Like, I want to do this. Um, Through all the stuff that I've learned, experienced, got uh, experience with self-love, experiment with some dating. I remember what it was like when I first met him. 
like how did you get back to like you know what like i'm going to try this again because i believe that it's really difficult for anyone to get back to that conclusion um i mean we see each other every day right we never it's not like a breakup when you don't have a kid together when mm, you have that, a kid oh, together, I never when, when, that, when you yeah. have a kid together and mm-hmm. you split and you have a um you're trying to have a healthy co-parenting relationship you know like we when we're not together like if Jaleel's with me we try we try and like FaceTime at least once or twice a day so that Jaleel obviously can talk to his dad and vice versa when Jaleel's with JJ I'm FaceTiming mm-hmm. um so that's like different you know like every other breakup I've ever been through when it's done it's like peace out I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here like yeah. bye mm-hmm. um and you couldn't really like do that and I think JJ would say the same thing mm-hmm. um and so, you know, it, it ebbed and flowed. Like sometimes we'd be on FaceTime and be like, here, Jaleel, here's your dad. Mm-hmm. And like walk away and mm-hmm. just set up the camera. And sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be like, today we went to the park. And mm-hmm. like more like, and like that really ebbed and flowed based on like how both of us as individuals were. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be like, why are you not talking at all? Mm-hmm. Why is the phone just like up and Jaleel in the corner? I can <laughs> yeah. I can see his foot. <laughs> and sometimes it'd be like right in his face. Yeah. Um, But... I, how we got back here i mean i like i said i dated um obviously jj's aware of that and i think like in dating i realized like a lot of things that i like in people mm-hmm. and i realized things i don't like in people mm-hmm. and it made me realize um that there are some things in our past that i maybe like made a bigger issue of that are but it also mm-hmm. made me realize there are things that i that are really important to me that if we are going to try this again it cannot be the same way that it was, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, if we're going to try this, it can't be the same way that it was. Like we both need to be willing. We both need to be like really self-aware because, uh, you know, everyone grows up in a household when I have everybody, but a lot of people grow in households where their parents are like, you're the best at everything you do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, yes, but no, like just because something works doesn't mean that it's the best way you know, and mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. And just, you think you learned that about yourself with that year off of like knowing that, like, because I want to make sure I'm understanding you clearly. You're mm-hmm. saying like when you're raised and you have somebody telling you like you're perfect, you do everything right, you're you're a star or whatever, mm-hmm. and you believe that for a long time, and then when you do life with somebody, you recognize that like maybe I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what relationships do. Are you attributing attributing that year off and finding doing your self love in the way that you did that? Would you attribute to that, finding that out about yourself through that year? Yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, I think I've learned a lot just, um, you know, in other hum- in human interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just being, re- realizing, um, yeah, just realizing about myself, realizing about, like, relationships that I've been in, um, you know, similarities and differences. Um, yeah, I really do attribute that. I think, like, how we got back here. Um I obviously have been dating. Uh, JJ really, I mean, he, he'll, he'll, talk, he'll tell you about it. He'll tell you about his stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I think I was just, you know, nothing that I was dating was, like, what you would consider, like, committed. Mm-hmm. But it was um, consistent, I guess, to what okay. it, it was That's consistent. Mm-hmm. And it. Um, it was dating. Yeah, right? it, was it was dating, dating right? Yeah, it was dating. It was dating. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, like consistent and it was cool and it was comfortable Mm -hmm. and but it wasn't like long term what I wanted but Mm -hmm. so that's when I say like 
kind of like when I was dating, I felt like I was shadowing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, oh, cool, I get to date, but I don't have to like take on all the responsibilities mm-hmm. of what dating was mm-hmm. when we broke up, right? Mm-hmm. When, when we broke up, it was like we had a two-year-old. Um, there's a lot of like pressure. There's a lot of pressure there, and I didn't really feel like there was like pressure in what I was doing. Mm. So it was like fun until I was like, well, this isn't With the actually, angle, right? yeah, like yeah. This is, like this isn't leading to the end goal yeah. that I want, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, it took me being honest with myself, with JJ, mm-hmm. being honest about like what the last year has been like for me, mm-hmm. and also knowing that in that honesty, like it might, he might decide that he doesn't want to try this, mm-hmm. or we might decide collectively that this isn't like get something that we're capable of doing, yeah. not something we're capable of moving past. Yeah, see, I'm and I'm happy you said that because like the thing is like, I think anything is attainable but it's like are we capable like do we have the strength to do this like because mm-hmm. i think about some of the obstacles even for like a man i don't know if jj did it. i don't i don't know but i know like knowing that you know, your partner dated that you wanted to do life with i can understand for a man like how hard that is like that's mm-hmm. so hard yeah and i couldn't imagine myself going through that but i know that it was with charlotte I would like to believe that I could do it because I know this is what I want to do life, especially if we have kids. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to raise my kids. Cause I didn't grow up in a house where I had two parents. Mm-hmm. Like my desire has always been to be a great husband and a great dad because I didn't have that. Well, I had a great dad. I didn't have the, the family unit and I mm-hmm. wanted that. So I'm willing to do that. So I like, I guess my question for you is like, what do you think it's going to take for you guys to be able to, well, not, I want to say you guys, I want you to speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's going to take for you from yourself and from JJ separately to make, to be able to like make this happen. Cause, I, Cause we all want things in our life. Right. Mm-hmm. But can we do it? And what do you think those things are for you? Yeah. I mean, I think honesty is a huge thing. Um, it's always been huge with me and JJ, but like just being extremely transparent about mm-hmm. and open, you mm-hmm. know, like I, we kind of live in a, we, we, I guess not live, but we, the relationship we have together has always been one that's like the uncomfortable questions are the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I don't want insecurity living Mm -hmm. in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Honesty is really important. I would also say um, for me, it's really important to like actively be working um, to move past like traumas, Mm -hmm. both traumas that might've been caused from a relationship, but also previous traumas. So, Mm Like, one thing we have talked about, like, a big thing for me was, like, if you're not willing to go to therapy, what are we doing? Here? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that, that is a big thing. Charlotte threw like, that on me. From a year ago, <laughs> I was, like, if like if we're not, like, if you're not willing to go to either independent therapy or collective therapy together, like, I don't feel like we can move past this. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's still a big thing, and that's something, um, like, like I said, I, I've been going, I've been with my therapist now since January, and I've had, I think, two other therapists in my life. Like, you know, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'd be doing therapy for six months and your therapist is like, you do not need to come back here. Mm-hmm. Like, stop booking these appointments. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have a therapist for three years and then it's like, I think I need to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, like, actively working through trauma is really important mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. if I, we and we both have agreed, like, if we want a healthy relationship, whether that be romantic or as co-parenting, like, you have to be able to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, all right, it'd be so easy to just go back into like, all right, we're going to spend all our time together and we're going to be together and, you know, six months go by and then suddenly you're getting into arguments that you got into three years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to keep 
running around in circles about the stuff that doesn't work. I want us mm. to be actively working towards um, what does work mm. and whatever isn't working, improving that mm-hmm. on a self on a self perspective, but also on a um, together um, a together perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say to any woman who feels alone in a relationship, wanting and still wanting that? Like, what advice would you give to someone who's going through something like that? I think you have to be honest with yourself and with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're keeping that internal, mm-hmm. like nobody, as many people that are clairvoyant or psychic, like nobody can read your mind. Mm-hmm. So if things are bothering you, you have to be able to vocalize that, but you also have to be able to feel safe to vocalize that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to, anybody who's in a relationship that is a violent relationship, mm-hmm. I'm obviously going to say like, dip right let's Mm -hmm. dip let's get out of that in Mm -hmm. a safe manner Mm -hmm. but if you're in a relationship where love does exist but maybe it's not flourishing like it has in the past um and for whatever reason you have to both be wanting to willing to work on it and you also have to be willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and honest about your feelings and about what you need and Mm -hmm. also be willing to listen to what your partner may need Mm -hmm. as well because Mm -hmm. Those might be two different things, and you can't expect to be in a relationship where you're receiving everything that you want, but you're not giving anything either. Mm-hmm. So. What would you say is the biggest thing you've learned in this year when it comes to commitment? Like when it comes to being committed to someone and now being away from that person and trying it again, what do you think is the biggest thing that you've learned? It's like, you know what? If I want to do this, I need to be committed to blank. What would that be? It takes both people. Mm. It takes both people mm. and um, you have to want, you have to want to be in a committed relationship. You have to want to show up every day, you know, when it's easy and when it's difficult, like you can't just, when it's sunny, go outside to play. Sometimes you got to go play outside in the snow mm-hmm. or the rain, mm-hmm. the mud, all mm-hmm. of it. And I think that really, that really like resonates with commitment is that it's not just, um, it's not just all the good days. It's all the bad days, too. And, mm-hmm. you know, when your partner is having a bad day, maybe you pick up more of those tasks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you're having a bad day, hopefully you're with a partner that's, a- that's mm-hmm. able to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Well, you know, I love both of you guys, man. And I want you guys to power through and get through this. I know at the end of the damn rainbow, like, it's it's damn pot of gold. You know what I'm saying? I want you, like, when you, when you and JJ came in here to play games, Three years ago. Oh, and I like saw five that. five years ago, man. Was Maddie not born? Five years, because Maddie's five. Yeah. Maddie wasn't born yet. So it was like probably five or six years ago. Yeah. J- JJ had his damn long dreads at the point. Yeah, it's a long time. When I saw you guys, <laughs> and I met JJ, and I remember just feeling y'all energy. I'm just like, damn, man. Like, they are really in love. And it's interesting, because like I know that honeymoon phase is a real thing. But I remember even seeing y'all going working through that. Like, that takes commitment and work. And I'm rooting for you guys. I know both of you guys have it. Just knowing both of you for some time. And it's just about sticking to it, man. And just rolling with the punches. Asking the hard questions. You know what I'm saying? Taking the space when you need it. Getting the third party help what you guys are doing. And I'm rooting for y'all because I want all of our little families to grow up with our kids. You know what I'm and saying? And now we love you guys, too. <laughs> I know. We, we, we love all y'all, so. But I'm rooting for y'all for real, man. Like, I want y'all to pull through this because I think y'all really can do it. I appreciate that. I know we appreciate that as well. So, all right, thank you. Thank you.